Kuru Media Network. Hello out there and welcome. Thank you for tuning in with us. You are listening to Kuru Media and the Big Fat Geek Live Facebook page present the Big Fat Geek Week. I am your host, the Great British Attacker, Mr. Andrew Moore, aka Duckman. I am joined today by my co-host, the Tribal Chief of the Big Fat Geek, Stephen Salden. How are you today? Okay, and you? I am very well, and we are joined by a whole host of the Big Fat Geek gang, so uh, I'm afraid no personal long intros, Uh, uh, we've met them all before, we have Amy Allen, Daniel Allen, hello, Danny Graham, hello, and Delawusu, hello, how is everybody? So good. (laughs) Absolutely pumped for today's Very episode. Ready to go. Absolutely pumped for today's episode. We are uh, we are here. <laughs> well <laughs> to keep it simple for these poor folks, we're gonna only be doing covering two things on this uh this week's big fact geek week. We are looking at the 52 things Disney announced. Their investment meeting. I think I've got more than 52 here, Duckman. You've got more than 52. <laughs> I, I, I just went with an article that said the 52 things. I thought they were trying to rip off. I haven't counted. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put it this way. They've got a lot for, for the next few years. It's a lot. <laughs> they, they, they've got yes. a hell of a lot planned. We'll try to cover as much as we can, as brief as we can, because we will also have for you the Big Fat Geek Week Big Fat Geek Awards. Where's yeah. the boo? Look, woo! 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 <laughs> uh, I'm going to kick it to my co-host who seems to have much more Disney stuff than I do, so... Well, yeah. Disney. <laughs> I am now one. about... To... Yeah, definitely. <laughs> now, I will read these out. And okay. lose your voice. Uh, yes, if you want to stop and talk about any of the the titles I'm about to announce, then feel free to drop in. But the first first lot will go with Lucas Films. So this is all the Star Wars and other stuff that they uh, acquired from George Lucas. So we've got Ashoka, new TV series with Katie Sackhoff's character and um, Rosario, Rosario Dawson from The Mandalorian. They're spinning off from there. Uh, Rangers of the New Re- Republic. Again, this is a spin-off from The Mandalorian. And I've heard that these are going to be crossing over as well. Um, Rangers of the New Republic, if it's what I think it's going to be, um, sounds like a police. You've got the... the Well, they're not rebels anymore. Uh, the New Republic. The New Republic, yeah. Yeah, they've kind of got like the, the, the police force in the X-Wings and stuff. I just get the feeling that it's going to be a police in space type TV show. Mm-hmm. And then you've got Andor, which is a Rogue One spin off. Um, you've got Obi Wan Kenobi with Hugh oh, McGregor. So excited. Yeah. yeah. And Hayden Christensen is coming back as Darth Vader. Now, I feel sorry for him for doing that because all he's going to be doing is wearing a suit. He won't be doing the voice, he'll just be walking around in the suit. If they can pay him enough money, I suppose, <laughs> easy job. Um, <laughs> What else is he doing? Yeah, well, true. Yes. Might be flashback. 
flashbacks, I suppose, and we can see his face. Or maybe um, he hasn't quite rotted quite so much within the um, suit. The suit keeps him alive, yes. though. But he has to this wear is it. true. Might see his back tank. There's there's a lot to unpack in terms of um, what you just put together there. I mean, but let's take uh, where we are right now with the Obi Wan thing. The yes, thing is, is that it's set twenty, like basically after Revenge of the Sith to A New Hope. It's about a gap of about twenty years. Mm. So what's happening is, is that like there's certain things that were thrown in A New Hope that people. It was kind of like a, a bit of a throwaway line. You know, they did it with Rogue One where they said during the battle, you know, um, rebel spies stole the plans. Things like when when they say, like, uh, for example, when Darth Vader is uh, dueling with, ben, with Obi-Wan on the Death Star, he says, old man, you should never have come back. So, wow. it, that, so when you listen to that, it makes you think, well, okay, that could be referencing this. And if they yeah. keep up with the Star Wars pattern, like the way that the storytelling is told um, within the Star Wars universe, you know, the reference Clone Wars, which they made out to be a major thing within the cartoons, within the films, you know, all of that ties in together. So if they're smart about it, then this could be part of Disney's way of telling the stories. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And I think they've got a lot of stories. Oh, goodness, yeah. Stories to tell. Yeah, so... I'll carry on with the Star Wars stuff. <laughs> Next up, we've got The Bad Batch, which is an animated Clone Wars spin-off. We've got Star Wars Visions, a series of animated shorts celebrating the franchise. Um, Lando is getting a spin-off, and it's yes. going to be Donald Glover's solo character, so it's, it's Lando as a youngster. Um, this one's quite intriguing. It's, it's called The Acolyte. And it is a TV series and exposed the growing dark side powers in the final days of the High Republic era. Uh, it'd be quite good to be different, uh, different time. Um, we've got a droid story, and it's R2D2 and C3PO returning in a TV I'm, show to introduce a brand new droid. I am so excited about this. <laughs> <laughs> when I was a child, Droids, the cartoon series, Droid. was my absolute favourite. Loved that oh, series. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, yep. it was good. Yeah. I kind of remember it, but don't remember it. With the Lando one, is that going to be uh, Donald Glover? Yeah, yes, Donald Glover, yep. yeah. Good. Yeah. Oh, I like yeah. Donald Glover. Yeah, big fan of Donald. Yeah. The thing, is, the, the thing about Donald is that he's... He's. A, like I was saying to someone this earlier. He's a chameleon. Like he mm. goes. If you've ever seen Community, you'll see that he's got some very, very funny chops. Mm. You know, and like you know, he's he's also a singer and a rapper. I I can't not see them playing on that within the Disney world. Mm. Is he yeah, the last that's... member of Community not to make an appearance yet in a Marvel film? Oh no, he has. He's been in a Marvel film. He's been in a Marvel yeah. film, yeah. Yeah, he right. was playing Miles Morales' uncle, the fresher. Yeah. Ah. There you go. There go. That's a little <laughs> Easter egg. With that said, Del, you know, the Disney inspiration and the theatrical mm. background, does this mean that we're going to have Star Wars-related series where people randomly burst into song? I can't see why not. <laughs> I cannot and then, see why not. <laughs> and all these little little creatures come out of the sand and the trees. Yeah. <laughs> There'll be an entire song planet where they just communicate via song. Uh, what well, that episode well, of Buffy, where everyone's cursed. 
I'm seeing it more people love like these the, <laughs> the Stormtrooper burlesque show that Suicide Girls do. <laughs> <laughs> right. There's potential last... in here. I hope this happens now. <laughs> I <Me> don't. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> One last one from Lucas Films, and it is not Star Wars, and it is a reboot of Ron Howard's 1988 film. Can anybody guess what that is? Only because I've read it already. <laughs> and it's the first film I ever saw at the cinema. It's oh, Willow. Woo. Yep. As long as, um, what's his face? Oh, Al Kilmer? No. Little dude. Warwick Davis. Warwick Davis. Warwick Davis. Warwick Davis. Yeah, as long as Warwick Davis say. is in it, because all he's doing is tenable at the moment, he can get back in that. <laughs> so that wraps he up is. the loop. Is he I'm definitely in? He yeah, yeah, apparently he's in it. Yeah. But you missed one. You right. missed one. Oh, oh, Warwick Davis was in Indiana Jones 5. Yes, there's another Indiana Jones 5 with um, Harrison Ford at the age of 78. And Rogue Squadron. <laughs> that's the one. That's the one. Yeah. Oh my God. That's the film, yes. <laughs> wow. I'm so excited. <laughs> I know. So oh, there's so much. <laughs> right. So we'll move on to Marvel now. So as we, we've spoken about already, WandaVision's coming. Uh, there's a new trailer of that out to have a look at if you want. Uh, the Falcon mm-hmm. and the Winter Soldier. I think there's there's more footage of that that's come out. Loki. Yeah, brand new yeah, trailer. New tra- Brand new trailer for Loki is oh, so I saw good. that. It's it looks so yeah. fun. Oh, oh, <laughs> I agree. Totally. Yeah. Um, the other, there is another trailer for the What If animated show. Again, that really looks- looking forward to that, but I don't like the animation. Oh, uh, yeah, I mm. that's how I felt about Into the Spider Verse until I watched it, and then it's just it works. In the Spider Verse was great animation. This looks really computer generated. But it's got it's got all the um, big names coming back, so that mm. should be good. Miss um, Marvel's got a film, and apparently, well, we knew about that TV show, and we knew about that one. But there's talks that she's going to be turning up in the Captain Marvel film as well. That would make Ooh. sense. Good way to introduce her. Yeah, Hawkeye TV show, and he's going to be having that one. Kate Bishop. Kate Kate Bishop's going to be in it, yeah. So mm-hmm. she'll be um, picking up the bow, and you'll have Hawkeye and Hawkeye mm-hmm. <laughs> in, the, in the comics. Uh, mm-hmm. She-Hulk TV show again. We've we sort of knew about that. But, um, uh, what's Knight. his name? Will be but uh, Ruffalo will be part of that series. How much of a part? And Tim Roth. Ooh. Who oh, really? Played Abomination mm-hmm. in the film. Mm-hmm. So Abomination's coming back. That's amazing. Uh, yeah. Moon Knight. We, we knew about that one. And this is new. Secret Invasion. Samuel Jackson. Well, we did know. We knew it was Nick Fury was having a TV show. We didn't know what mm. it was going to be about, but it's going to be Secret Invasion. So that was him knocking about the scrolls. Yeah, Will do he that. have to run around? <laughs> <laughs> I doubt That's it. That's the joke I made last week. <laughs> 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 Ironheart is getting a TV show, so Riri Williams will be building her suit of armour. Looking forward um, to that. Armour Wars, uh, Don Cheadell comes back as War Machine mm-hmm. in a TV series, exploring what happens when Tony Stark's tech falls into the wrong hands. The Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. 
God. Let's no, just hope no. it doesn't turn out like the Star Wars holiday special. <laughs> no, no, but they can't do that. <laughs> It'll be good. I am Groot, a series of shorts about Groot. Mm-hmm. So hey. I don't I think there's anything from the Marvel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 I think that's all of Marvel. I'm pretty sure. Right. I did try to watch uh, some videos on all the Easter eggs in the uh, trailers that came up with them all, with the uh, Flag Smasher is going to be a big part of uh, the Captain America and thing, as well as US Agent. Yeah, I know about US Agent. I didn't know about um, Flag thingy. Um, Flag Smasher. Well, it's going to be a group, not a person, apparently. Right. Okay. I did see, I did notice in the Loki trailer, um, I got a feeling Idris Elba will be back. Because there's that bit where he's going, Heimdall, if you're watching, and he jumps out the plane and the Bifrost come and gets him. So hopefully Idris is back. Well, back the TVA are the time something. It's not, I can't remember the, like, the other two initials of what they meant, but it, basically, yeah. So that series is literally going to evolve around. They're basically the Time Bureau of the Marvel Universe. Yeah. So I mean, this is, be this, is not, this is not... Yeah, but this is not the... Oh, fixing all the mistakes from Endgame, I'm guessing. To a degree, yes. Uh, even the fact that, you know, there's the scene where he jumps out of the plane and gets taken by the Bifrost. Yeah. That's the story of D.B. Cooper. Ah, right, okay, yeah. The old so guy... He might be taking on... Runs Dang. through history almost like Quantum Leap. <laughs> oh, awesome. Maybe, uh, you know, I'm just throwing it out there, but um, yeah, apparently it's definitely going to roll around time and yeah, fixing all these timers because you see the elevator and you see all the different uh, key numbers of three digits, and then there's an X in the middle, so it's time, space, oh, right, so all different well, types of dip coordinates. Yeah, you've seen more than me. Will um, he land in a chocolate factory? Maybe. What? <laughs> I don't know. I just went with maybe. <laughs> What's the sequel to Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Oh, the glass That's elevator. The glass elevator, mm. right. Which yeah. can go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> you threw me there. I was thinking, oh, reference, <laughs> I don't know. Um, oh, Spider-Man as well. I know it's not really Marvel, but I think it was announced roughly over this weekend. Well, it is Marvel, but um, Toby Maguire, Andrew Garfield, Kirsten Dunst, Alfred Molina, Jamie Foxx, all returning to play all the characters have been. So that's Doc Ock, both Spider-Men, Mary Jane, and Electro. So we're getting a Spider-Verse of some sort. Spider-Verse, yeah. And Emma this Stone really intrigues me, yeah. Emma Stone's also possibly in talks to come back as Gwen Stacy. So, yeah, Spider-Verse. But oh, can she, I'd, I'd say come from a different universe and be uh, Spider-Gwen. What, Spider-Gwen? Oh, Spider-Gwen. Spider-Gwen and yeah. give us Miles. Yes. Yes. We and great Miles. time to do it. And throw Blade in there as well. That's where you should bring Blade in. What, in the bar? Yeah. Ooh. Blade, sorry, blades in a bowl. What have I missed? <laughs> 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 I just, what? Blade. <laughs> <laughs> blades, 
Blade was in the animated series Spider-Man. Yes. Oh, he was, yes. yes. Fantastic yes. storyline with Mobius, who's also been... That um, was part of the Neogenic Nightmare. Yes. That was, yes, great. I remember that. I love that. Uh, uh, yeah. love that whole series, but yeah, I, I definitely remember the arc you're talking about. Right, I need to check that out. Yeah. But he also right. was, was Spider-Hero in the Mighty Avengers reboot where they were all of uh, African-American. It was Falcon, ah. uh, Blue Marvel, a different Miss Marvel, who was Captain Phasma at some point as well. But uh, yeah, and Black Panther, of course. And uh, yeah, Blade, who was under the cover at the time as a Spider-Hero. So, oh, that's also another bit of... Mentioned in Black Panther, there was also they confirmed that they're not going to recast Chadwick Boseman. So it looks like they're going to be going with possibly what's her name, Shuri, his sister. Oh, the yes. Was, the was his story involving T'Challa becoming Star Lord? He also recorded before his passing. So that oh, the will be if, his yeah, last, yeah. yeah. So that's oh, going to be fantastic. his actual he last did... appearance. Oh, he got brilliant. so yeah, much that's... done while he was so ill, didn't he? Mm. He like, was. I mean, man. like the, the the bulk of his work was done while he was still receiving treatment, which yeah. I thought was incredible. Mm. Black Panther. Yeah. I mean, like when you watch Black Panther on its own and Endgame and Infinity War, there was so much action going on, you know, and you think, bloody hell, how did he actually cope with all of that going on? He's left mm. such a legacy and. Mm. Just it was just amazing, and it's so deeply sad that he's gone and gone the way he did, and so young he so young he was. Just yeah. it was such a shock that morning waking up and hearing that you know you know yeah. oh Chadwick Boseman passed away like bollocks what, what? you know <laughs> yeah. it was just completely out of nowhere. Well, I've gotten so used to celebrities kind of dying, and I feel a bit sad, but I did actually have a little cry. Um, about it because it just really shocked me and it's like no it's not I can't be right that's not fair and just, yes no yeah so, but yeah I'm sure they'll do do him good with regards to not uh, recasting but instead passing on to his sister Much yeah better. I think that's the best route to take mm -hmm. yeah. Shuri yeah. was Shuri was a great character as well mm. oh she's fantastic oh, yeah. I had her down as because her name was Shuri. I was thinking maybe they'd go with the Riri and she'd take on the Ironheart armor because you know she's mm. just as good, if not better, than Tony Stark at yeah. all that sort of science and tech. But mm. obviously, um, it looks like she'll be the Black Panther and Riri's coming in anyway. Right, Pixar. Ugh. Inside Pixar, I'm guessing that's a documentary. Soul, that's out. On Christmas Day, that's the latest Pixar film. Uh, Burrow, no info on that. Pixar popcorn, all these I've got no info on them. Just reading titles. Uh, Doug Days, I'm guessing that's going to be something to do with the dog from Up. Uh, yes, is the correct. dog from Up? <laughs> yes. Um, okay. I'm very excited, Squirrel. <laughs> okay, Pixar Popcorn is shorts featuring iconic Pixar characters and that will start streaming in January and what was the other one you said? Uh, Burrow Burrow uh, The newest Spark shorts Burrow, right, no, no further information on that one Yes, the uh, dog is the dog from up 
Cool. Cars, the series. So Cars is coming back with the series. Mm-hmm. Win or lose. Don't know. Light softball that. team. Oh. Win or, win or lose is Pixar's first original long form animated series about, yeah, middle school softball team. Okay. Light year. I think Light year looks like it's a Buzz Light year, but not a toy, actual Space Ranger type. Yes. The origin yeah, of it's Buzz Light year. It, yeah. It's an origin story. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Voiced by Chris Evans and will be hitting cinemas in the summer of 2022. Oh, is that cinema release? Hmm. Well, hopefully, if cinemas are still around in the <laughs> yeah yeah the times that, to come. At the yeah. All right, that's Pixar. So now we've got the Disney stuff. Hocus Pocus two, um, which will not be in any Halloween throwdown <laughs> tournaments. <laughs> Fucking <nuts. laughs> Jesus! Uh, Three Men and a Baby remake. Oh, for goodness sake. Yeah. Oh, come on. What a film. What a film. (laughs) Yeah, great film. Leave it alone. But you know that it's not actually... The original Three Men and a Baby is actually a French French film. And the one that... Yeah, the Steven Guttenberg version is actually a remake directed by um, Leonard Nimoy himself. But the thing is, is that... um, Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I never knew that. Yeah, Leonard Nimoy, Mr. Spock himself. So, um, but the thing is, is that I, I love the French version. It's very much like um, the Three Stooges kind of setup in that kind of like that kind of scenario and that. So, like you know, very very funny. Even though it's all in French, subtitled though. But oh, I, think, I didn't realize yeah. all that. Yeah. I hope that Jay Hernandez gets to play the Tom Selleck part. Seeing as he's already played Magnum, he should be able to go into Three Men and the Baby as well. <laughs> He's got the sash. Cool. Yeah, right. Uh, where are we up to now? Uh, da, 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 da. Safety. Again, I've got no details on these. Safety, the Keenan Lowe project. Geek Freak. Might be something low. No, sorry, not Geek Freak. Greek. Freak. <laughs> the Chris Paul project. Yeah. Sorry, all the Greeks out there. Flora and Ulysses. Cheaper by the dozen TV series. Diary of a Wimpy Kid, The Ice Age Adventures of Buck Wild. There's a Night at the Museum reboot. Bloody hell, that's not. Old, old. Is it? No. Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. Chip and Dale. Chip and Dale. The Greek Freak. Yeah. The Greek Freak is going to be a film based on the life story of, oh my God, Giannis Antiochonompo, who is oh, an Jesus NBA. murdered that. What was that? <laughs> what did he do? He's an NBA basketball player. Cool. Uh, he's a big Greek. Yes, yes, he is. And Daniel cannot pronounce his name. No, no, I can't. <laughs> Just call him his nickname, the Greek Freak. I'm guessing that's his nickname. Aww. I hope it is. Otherwise, I'll upset him. Yeah. <laughs> right. Don't worry. Um, Basketball people don't listen to us. <laughs> no. Pinocchio. I'm guessing that's a live action. It uh, is. It's got Tom Hanks. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Peter Pan. Pinocchio. 
<laughs> what was that? As Geppetto, not Pinocchio. Oh, right. <laughs> Peter Pan and, and Wendy, obviously another live action. Disenchanted is a sequel to Enchanted. I, no. Oh, good. And, oh, Sister Act 3. So, huh. Yeah, so that's been in the works for quite a while. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now we've gone to the animation side of Walt Disney. We've got Raya and the Last Dragon. Baymax. I don't know if that's a film or a show. Baymax. Series based on the Big Six series. Yeah, Big Hero 6. That'd be nice to see because I like Big Hero 6. Um, Zootopia Plus. I'm guessing that's a yes. TV series. Oh, some word I can't pronounce. Iwaju. 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 Original long form series made in partnership with Kugali Media. Is it Japanese? Because that's right. I'm going to guess so. I'll uh, look it up while you're busy. <laughs> Keep going. Yep. Tiana, isn't she the Princess in the Frog? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm I've guessing she's getting it. No, I've not seen that one. Um, Moana, the TV series. It's I an African. It's an African. Oh, sorry, I didn't even just jump in there. No, uh, this uh, it was is an African series. Brilliant. Okay. Um, then there's National Geographic. Uh, uh, no, I can't be bothered. <laughs> it's not really. <laughs> what was that? Sorry, oh, it just there's a National Gre- the National Geographic side of things. It's I'm not. It doing has Will Smith and uh, Chris Hemsworth. In what? In the National Geographic oh. series. Well, there's lots Hello. of Hello. Uh, oh, uh, I've just got... Did you oh, you're a fan. Okay. Um, oh, oh, my God, I didn't know this. Walt Disney TV. They're going to make Turner and Hooch. Oh. TV oh, series. Yeah. Oh, God, I love yes. Turner and Hooch. That will be cool. That will be cool. Crazy. Yeah. That heat is crazy. I love a slobbery dog. The Mighty Ducks are getting a TV show. Yes! Awesome. I love the Mighty Ducks and I hated that stupid cartoon series they gave us. It was started off. Mighty Ducks. Big shot. I don't know what that is. (laughs) (laughs) And... The this... Mysterious Benedict Society. I don't know if that's something to do with old Cumberbatch. What's his face? Yeah, Benedict. Oh, Natasha's um, going to love that then. <laughs> I bet you, yeah. Natasha just would know better. Yeah. And that is all oh, really. There's not a lot to is talk that it? about with Disney. <laughs> that is it. Yeah, I thought there was more. Fucking hell, that was a long. <laughs> there's one. <laughs> There's one reboot, one launch that they've missed that I would really, really love to see. I'm sure it'll happen eventually. <laughs> National Treasure. Oh. It was always written as a trilogy. I would love to see either a reboot or the third one. Maybe well, not that's... with Nicolas Cage. What? How yeah. dare you? You with me. What? The greatest actor ever. Wow. Are you sure? You just Are you sure? Know your audience. Work for more. Oh. Okay, Whoa. so. Uh, 
He plays God. Omnis Iwaru, or sorry for butchering that. So Kugali Media, it was uh, a company that was made by three friends from Nigeria and Uganda in 2017. Do tell. African stories written by African people. Uh, the series is an African sci-fi series. Uh, Iwaru, literally in Yoruba language, is future. Ooh, so there you go. Okay. So it's a future sci-fi type series. Uh, the thing is, is that can I can I add to that? Because I reckon that with the development of Black Panther and becoming very Afrofuture centric as the term is, I think that's what it is. Like using technology to tell stories, you know. Mm. Like when when you look at uh, Wakanda as a whole, they, I mean, Wakanda was supposed to be this undeveloped part of Africa, but when they actually went behind the shields, behind the curtains and stuff, they found that you know they've been powering themselves for a very very long time with this mysterious source. Um, Afro Afrofuturistic tech has you know has been a concept for quite a while especially in films and stuff so with this particular idea that you know you've got um this massive technology in nigeria and whatever else around this particular series and you know short form of stories and stuff i think it's gonna work out pretty well hmm. it could go well i because I, I do like, i did like that in in um there's a great thing they, they send in the chat yeah mm. and i mean in the um in the Black Panther with the whole, what you call it, the, the old culture, but with the new mm. science, it worked yeah. so well, you know, with the shields and, and the clothes they wore and everything. And it all had its part to play it futuristically. Was beautiful, like. <laughs> wasn't it? Mm. Yeah. It was. It was yeah. absolutely amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It was it's about good. time I could tell you that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <Absolutely. laughs> yeah. Right. So... Anything else we want to discuss about Disney, or shall we move on to the awards? I think it's about time we uh, go on to the awards. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So minor clarifications on our awards. Uh, these aren't based. So these are based. These are what we have seen ourselves in 2020. These do not have to be uh, film series or books released within the year of 2020, apart from two categories which we'll get to at the bottom, I'm assuming you put them at the bottom. Yeah. And that's well, just basically down to, yeah, that's mm. down, basically down to the fact that if you're trying to pick the best film that's come out this year, you've got fuck all to go from, <laughs> really. <laughs> that pretty much yeah. holds it down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so because of the, the pandemic, and I thought, well, sod it. Let's just go across whatever you found that's new to you this year and you've enjoyed. And that can be on there. It also gives the listeners, you know, such a wide variety of stuff that they can now hopefully listen to, hear our recommendations of it. So we won't be doing a Kuru Recommends because we'll be recommending all basically of all of this. So yeah. all of the above. Um, so this is sponsored um, by Kuru Recommends. Yeah, here we go. Sponsored by, you look at him, bloody cool. How much are you paying? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> hey, I want t-shirts for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll also say that maybe we all won't have a winner for every category. Um, but we should have a yeah, 
So we'll all have, we'll all go through the categories. We'll try and get something, yeah. Do you want to just yeah, go yeah, through yeah. the categories first? Let the, let the world know the categories. No, well, we'll surprise them. Okay. <laughs> I, want, I want ceremony music. I want, you know, like they play at the Oscars. And, uh, Don't yeah, worry, I'm on it. <laughs> <laughs> right. So without further ado, the first category is the best Netflix series. And I will give this over to Danny Graham. Give us your winner. Cobra Kai, which oh. I know you haven't seen yet. But I've not seen it yet. Brilliant. Yeah, brilliant. Couldn't put it down. As soon as I started watching it, just finished it in no time. Brilliant. You, you've got to take it. It's silly. It, 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 there's, there's points right. where you think this could be easily solved just by speaking. Mm. <laughs> it's, you know, it, 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 it gets to a point where you go, just speak. But yeah. it's brilliant. It really is. Yeah. If you like Karate I mean, Kid, you'll love Cobra Kai. Mm. I second that, and I'm, I'm actually going to, because I've literally just crossed mine out and suddenly just realised about Cobra Kai that I am going with Cobra Kai as well, because, yes, I loved the series growing up as a kid, the original films, this Ooh. series featuring their children and the storylines, and yes, it is silly, but they do take on a lot of serious points as well, uh, such okay. as just talk to each other. Yeah, <laughs> things could be solved right. by just talking. Dan and Amy, or Dan and then Amy, or because you're in the same. Oh, public. Ladies first. <laughs> ladies first. Um, Amy, there is so much to pick from, but uh, I my choice for the best Netflix series um, is Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Hmm. So Sabrina the Teenage Witch, modernized, much darker. Much better. Yeah, it's good. It's no, good. no, the original Sabrina was better. No. <sighs> right. Is there a talking cat? <laughs> no, there isn't a talking cat. No, no, there is a cat. There is a cat, but it doesn't talk. It needs to talk. <laughs> There's orgies. Does Clarissa explain it all? She's not in it. <laughs> in fact, she was quite upset by it when she was interviewed. It was a bit dark. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> no, she loved it. I will go for... It was a tough one for me. Um, I couldn't choose between Big Mouth or the one that I've gone for, which you're all going to give me huge amounts of abuse for. Tiger King. <laughs> Oh, I thought about it. I really, oh, man, really I did, did think fair. about yeah. it. I did think about it, yeah. Mm. I haven't uh, seen I, it. I, I forgot all about that and I've changed it, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I still haven't seen it. influential TV series of the year. Oh, my God. Tiger yeah. this year. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even Gemma got a birthday wish from the Tiger King, didn't she? Did. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> right I'm going to second that and put that down as mine as well because yeah it came out of nowhere <laughs> and yeah who who would have thought that those crazy Americans could be so fucked up but, but yeah. we knew oh, oh. Well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, it's amazing and even better is the video of Carol Baskin 
wishing happy birthday to certain people. I'm not going <laughs> to say, but it's very, very funny. And you should look it up. <laughs> that's that's mine. So, last but not least, Dell, what is your right. best series for this year? See, I really, for Netflix, I really wanted this to happen and it happened really quickly. I'm really happy about that. It was, and please don't laugh at me, The Crown, season Ooh, three. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I absolutely loved it. Um, the reason why is because uh, it was my era. I mean, like, I'm, I'm a 70s child, and I remember when Princess Diana came along, and I remember watching the wedding on TV, um, you know, in 1981 when I was six years old. It was a family event, you know. Like, we all just, it was a hot day. So watching it on TV and, like, watching, like, the intrigue that went on behind it, even though they've even admitted that it was a, um, it was very, they dramatised it a little bit. I yeah. actually enjoyed watching it. And my only problem with it, though, was Gillian Anderson playing Margaret Thatcher. She, she kind of really pantomimed it a bit. So I was like, yeah. <laughs> but other than that, I absolutely enjoyed it. We've it's, just started it's, it's it and it's really you. good. <laughs> oh, you're going to love it. Yeah, yeah we're on season one at the minute. I'm loving the whole Gillian Anderson thing, but I'm nervous about watching her as Margaret Thatcher because I don't want to suddenly start thinking, oh, about Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> I was going to do it, yeah. It's a confusing one. <laughs> yeah. You get Lauren's... conflicted. Yeah. <laughs> Lauren has started watching it, and I can't get over the fact that it's the Doctor playing Prince Philip. Oh, God, um, yeah. yeah. I just can't... Yeah, and uh, what's his face? Um, oh, John John Lithgow. Lithgow. Yeah, that's it. Lithgow. Yeah, yeah. Harry and the Hendersons. He's yeah. awesome as Winston Churchill. Yeah. Oh, scope of that man's I, ability with all the stuff he's done from you know, um, free uh, was it Free Rocks from the Third Sun? Rock from Third the Rock sun. from the Sun. Third Rock from the Sun. Yeah. Bad guy in the Santa Claus movie. Uh, Trinity in Dexter, oh, this, many, nice. many yeah. other films. He's just amazing. I've got to tell you, I met, I met him um, about five years ago, and he is, yeah, he's a big lad. He's actually really, really tall. Yeah. Like, so watching him as um, Churchill was like, that's not, no, it can't be, but it mm. is. <laughs> I love him in Cliffhanger. Mm. Right. Mm. So after all of our awards there, there's two that could have that have come out quite on top, and that's Cobra Kai and Tiger King. That's not taken away from the others. But yeah, very good. So moving on. Next is the best um, Disney Plus TV series. Oh, sorry. Hold on a minute. We, we can't have a joint award. Well, Cobra no, we Kai got a joint award. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I was saying is... They're all winners. There's no undisputed winner. Mm. Oh. <laughs> I said that anyway. No one understands. Why everyone's, everyone's a winner. Everyone's, everyone's a winner. A winner but... uh, right. Point of order, there can be only one. <laughs> I think we should vote. It's not on the Highlander. It's not Highlander. <laughs> yeah. There can be only one. <laughs> I mean, right. one, two... No, Next we can't award. vote because it could actually be a dead tie still. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it would, yeah. All right, but I, I, I run Big Fat Geek Life. What I say is final. I've not seen Cobra Kai. 
Tiger King wins. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm, the other, I'm, the, I'm the co-host of this Big Fat Geek Week show. And therefore, I say Cobra Cry wins. Also, he can mute you, Steve. So, <laughs> Oh, yes, I do have the power of mute. I am the host. Don't take my power away. This is I my group. I haven't seen Cobra Kai or Tiger King. Right. Uh, so let's just say everybody it. wins. Yeah, this isn't your group. This is our pod. Right. You wouldn't be doing this if it weren't for me, Duckman. You'd have no one. You'd be sat your own talking to yourself. Stephen Selden is my biggest fan. So. <laughs> right. The next award is the best Disney Plus series. Now, Dale, you can go first on this one. I know what you're going to say. <laughs> oh, man, this is hard. Um, there is a reason why I say that, but I'm going to go with Mandalorian. And yes. there are many, many reasons why um, it was just a standout series. Like In the beginning, you were a bit like, well, I'm not too sure. But when season two came out, oh, my God. You know, they redeemed themselves from the outset. Wait, but the no. reason why I kind of... Uh, sorry, God. No, no, you go. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, I mean, like, you know, I absolutely loved it, so I'm putting my vote in with Mandalorian. I yeah. was just going to say there are other shows on Disney that aren't the Mandalorian. Yes, there are. <laughs> this is literally Shield. the only one I've seen, it's so Mandalorian right here. Well, the thing is, I was conflicted because I was going to say um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which I absolutely love. Mm-hmm. Um, but Mandalorian... Is my standout. Yeah, yeah, I must admit, Agents of Shield has been good. Um, yeah. So I will go for Danny Graham next, please. I don't actually have one because I haven't watched The Mandalorian, and that's the only series oh. to have. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, Danny is a part. <laughs> and the Allens. I'd like to go for. The World According to Jeff Goldblum, hmm. which is a series on the National Geographic part of Disney Plus, and he goes around looking at things that he is interested in. Um, he's Actually, a massive trainers fan. It's brilliant. I did watch that. The trainers episode. He is brilliant. Mm, <laughs> yeah. The lasered jeans. That was fantastic, wasn't it? Yeah, I did watch that when I first got Disney Plus, and I thought, "What the hell is this?" And watched yeah. it, and then yeah. A couple of hours later, and you're transfixed in some sort of <laughs> just staring at Jeff Goldblum making trainers, and it was yeah, yeah, yeah. Love Jeff it Goldblum. is strange. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> that, that said, my vote is also for the world according to Jeff Goldblum because I really enjoyed it. The Mandalorian was like. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got we got free Mandalorian and free Jeff Goldblum. It's a tie. <laughs> it's a tie again. It's a tie. So just go watch these shows, people. Right, this one should divide us a bit more. Hopefully, <laughs> best film. Ooh. What's the best film you've seen this year? And I will start with Amy Allen. Uh, so <laughs> there wasn't a lot of films released this year. <laughs> yep. So you know, alive. <laughs> <Hashtag> alive. 
hashtag alive. But yes, um, the uh, the Korean zombie film that I got to enjoy one night that I randomly found called Alive um, was hashtag alive was really really good and I really enjoyed it. Um, so as for new released and this year and well you know I saw this year I'd go for hashtag alive. Oh, okay. And mm-hmm. uh, Daniel Allen. Now, was the rule that it had to be something you've seen this year or it had to be released this year? Something you've seen this year because that's why it was the film category that made me make that choice. So something new to you this year. Thank God for that. Thank you. Right. (laughs) In that case, I'm going to go for an Arnie film. (laughs) I'm going to go for Killing Gunter. I've never heard of that. You told us about it last week. We did talk about it. Arnold Schwarzenegger's a hitman and loads of other hitmen are trying to kill him. It's a fly-on-the-ball comedy and it's really, really good. And it's funny. And Arnold Schwarzenegger's brilliant. It's very good. (laughs) Right. Uh, Del, what's yours this year? Yeah, um, I spent a lot of time watching series, but the one film that I really enjoyed, surprisingly, was probably The Lion King reboot. Mm, very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was done well, actually. Out of, and I'll, we'll touch on this a bit later. But out of all the the live action ones, The Lion King, I did enjoy actually. So, well, got a big tick there, uh, Daddy Graham. Uh, I was torn between two. Um, three billboards outside Edmond, Missouri, because that was a brilliant mm. film. Um, but then I picked Ready Player One that oh, I watched yeah. because that was brilliant. That was a really good film. Yeah, they've got a second one. Yeah, yes, uh, the second book has just come out last month, so give it a year or so. I'm sure the film will be following. But I was going to say, you need to read the book as well, Danny, if you haven't yeah. already. Fantastic. It's on the list, definitely. It's it's so different. So you wouldn't, well, I say so different. You, yeah, you know, there's a quest for an Easter egg, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's good. The storyline is the same, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. But how they get to it is different. Yeah. Um. So Duckman, I am also voting for hashtag Alive because it was freaking brilliant. I love the premise of the show, uh, film. I love the effects of the film. And I loved the acting of the film. It was brilliant. So hashtag alive on Netflix. Okay. Uh, My film was out this year. Probably one of the only films to be released this year, but it didn't go to the cinemas, obviously. Uh, Ours was was a new one as well. All right. Mine was Borat, subsequent movie film, delivery of bribe to American regime to make benefit once glorious <laughs> nation of Kazakhstan. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking brilliant. If you like the first one, it's not as good, but it's it's so good to see Borat back. I mean, obviously everybody knows who he is, so he's had to make more disguises. So it was Sasha Baron Cohen in disguises Borat in disguises someone else. And yeah, wow. America's <laughs> Really got problems, haven't they? Yeah, you know, <laughs> just a little bit. I mean, yeah. had, uh, something wow. I heard today. Apparently, Texas are in to possibly succeeding from the United States. The what? Texas might try and pull away <laughs> due to 
are they going to join Mexico? <laughs> yeah, because that's always going to work, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. And they're going to make Mexico pay for it. Right. Oh. <laughs> It'll be a bigly succession. Yeah. Mm. yeah, it's going to be huge. <laughs> we had our first undisputed winner. Yes. Thinking that thing in you, yeah, you sneaky. Can I, can I give an honourable mention if I forgot one? Go on. Enola Holmes. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, very good. good. Yes. Yes, right. it's amazing. It's really wonderful. Yes, right. Oh, very good cool. film. I've watched it. They've loved it. It's just glorious. Yep. And um, I'm no good with names. Eleven, what's her name? Millie Bobby Brown. Millie Bobby Brown. Fantastic Echo. as always. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And Superman's amazing. good as it as um, Sherlock. Yeah. Henry, what's his name? Right. Henry Cavill. <laughs> Henry, Henry Cavill. Yep. Cavill. Cavill. Um, ne- next up, just all round best TV show. Uh, I'm going to go first for this one, and uh, my award goes to The Mandalorian again. It was just awesome. So that's for me. We spoke about that earlier, and we'll go with Duckman. Vikings. On the History Channel and uh, Amazon Prime, Vikings. Vikings, yes, that's absolutely. Cool. I love that series, and uh, yeah, I'd only start watching it this year, binged the entire lot, and I'm desperately waiting for the second part of season six. Brilliant series, Amy. Um, for an overall series, um, yeah, whatever on any channel, any streaming service, anything, anything cool. Okay, uh, well, in that case, I pick Big Mouth. Big mouth. Yeah. That is just full of foulness and excellent. <laughs> yes. It's amazing and excellent. And I wish I'd watched it when I was about 12 or 13 years old. And not technically old enough. Since we've interest. mentioned it, we have to mention Len. He's still not on the show. And we still get to find out if he listens. Well, because we keep saying, well, I keep calling him a pillow fucker. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he's not corrected us. He's not correct. No, so he's clearly a he hasn't. Fucker. He hasn't listened to the show, so I will stand by it. Pillow fucker. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, uh, what was your best TV show? My best TV show is NXT UK, the British oh. wrestling show. <gasps> I, I don't care. No, yep. no, no. Yes, what and you can hear all about it on another Being podcast tight. called Tea and Tights. <laughs> that wasn't the reason I was going for it. Tea and Tights, <laughs> the original. Being I was one going and only. for it because I have found that it's one of the very few series that is genuinely a weekly series that I can go to. I can't binge it. There haven't been spoilers in advance. Mm. I can enjoy a show which is coming as a surprise to me and, and that's great. Mm. I really mm. enjoy it. And of course I love watching fat half naked people covered in oil pretending to fight. <laughs> yes. Yes we do. I could have given you spoilers, but I didn't. <laughs> right, Mr. Graham. Uh line of duty. Oh definitely cool. unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. What's that on? As a uh, BB Sky player. 
that's on yeah. and all the series and I started watching it as something to watch whilst uh, cooking tea or dinner as you southerners call it but tea <laughs> um, <laughs> cooking tea, tea. <laughs> um, and, and then had to stop because I had to pay full attention to it sit in front of the telly and watch it fully That's that series is brilliant it really is I'm looking forward to coming so, back and doing it yeah I will say the end of the last series the cliffhanger does kind of feel like they're just trying to stretch it out a little bit yeah well it, after Dot yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was an explosion of of yeah. yeah everything, and then I thought, well, it can't really go on from here. And then it was like, oh well, H, and then you think, oh come yeah. on, like come up. No, 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 yeah, no, it was, yeah, no, it wasn't. There's, yeah, it's not the Morse code for H. It's that there's five. And you're yeah, like, exactly. Oh, yeah, and you oh, just yeah, oh. just keep going and going and going and yeah, Doc was. Yeah, that bit where you were thinking, right, okay. And then after that, it went, no, no, we're still going. And then you're, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. But it, it's good. I like the way we're trying not to spoil it, but mm. <laughs> <laughs> if you know, you know, if you don't go and watch it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Right, last but not least, Dell. Yeah, this was a struggle. Right, so um, there were three shows that I... It was hard, but I want to go with one because of the fact that I, when it when they brought out the new series, I dumped for joy. Literally, um, it's I'm gonna my vote's gonna go with This Is Us on Amazon Prime. It's a soppy That's... show, yeah. It's a very soppy show. I'm not gonna lie, but the way that the stories I love a good story and the way that a story is interwoven with other things. So this particular one is absolutely brilliant. It tells, I don't know if you guys have ever seen it, but basically tells the story about a family over several generations. But what they do is they keep jumping back and forth in their timeline. Um, you know, it tells the story from the father, um, the mother, and the three kids, and their kids, and then their parents, and their grandparents, and stuff like that. So it's absolutely brilliant. And this season covered, um, it covered COVID as well. So, like, how they interact with each other because of COVID and, like, doing Zoom calls and stuff like that. But it's definitely worth a watch. There's, they're currently on season five, and they've had to cut half of it, so then the rest of it starts um, again in January, I believe. So, if I go quiet next month, you'll know why. <laughs> <laughs> He's busy binging. That, yeah. that sounds good. That sounds good. Right. The next up, I have to put a little caveat. The next topic is uh, next category is best podcast, and we can't say T and Tights. We know T and Tights, and this one is the best podcast ever. Um, but hey, for... that was my trick, T and Tights. It's set up by these three dudes who absolutely <laughs> love British wrestling, and they're yes. so passionate about it, and they deliver great news, you know, from all around the scene. They do an in-depth analysis of the NXT UK show. And, of course, they catch you up to date with all the British wrestlers wrestling abroad right now. Best podcast on the market. Yeah, I would agree with that. But in the interest of fairness, we're not corrupt over here. We're going to carry on. Other than the best podcast ever. 
I didn't right. know we were putting adverts halfway in between. <laughs> well, no, 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 <laughs> at the moment, they're the only adverts we're getting. When other people want to put their adverts in and pay us lots of money, we'll be more than happy to put adverts in. It's only, by the way, PlayStation 5. I will promote the shit out of it, not that it needs <laughs> And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at TNTicePod. But, yes. Anyway, on to the, the, the real winners. Uh, Dale, let's go with you first. Stephen, this might not surprise you. This will probably not surprise you at all. But... I'm writing it down doctors. now. Fake <laughs> doctors, real friends. Oh my dear God! Yeah, basically this yeah. this this podcast started out. Um, if, if if you don't know about it, basically it started off as Donald five, Fable six, and... seven, eight. Sorry, <laughs> here's a <story> <laughs> <about> <laughs> Basically, yes. it started out as a um as a um a podcast where they told. Um, their behind the their scenes thing about Scrubs. Um, they're currently on season three, and honestly, every Tuesday and Thursday, initially that's when it started to come out. Honestly, you you just couldn't help but laugh at what they were talking about. It got me through lockdown the first time around. They cut it down to one episode um, per week, and now they're back to two, which I'm absolutely stoked about. But even if you're not a fan of Scrubs, just listen to it because honestly, Donald and Zach are best friends in real life anyway. But what I also do is that they also get they also get like other cast members. They get Bill Lawrence on there who created Scrubs. A couple of weeks ago, they had um, the guy that Scrubs is actually based on, John Doris, and you know they talk about life because um, he's currently um, like the um, one of the leaders in Los Angeles and one of the biggest hospitals there running the COVID response in Los Angeles itself. But um, honestly, it, it is such a funny podcast. And if you, if, you, if you want to see the show as well, watch the show alongside the podcast itself. Can't yeah. recommend it enough. That man? Well, I literally don't listen to too many podcasts. And the one podcast I do listen to is a bit of a controversial choice because it is the Jim Corner Experience. And if you don't know who Jim Cornette is, he is a very, very touchy wrestling personality who says some very, very controversial things at times. Not all the time, but a lot of time. And uh, I still love his <laughs> the way he delivers shit on AEW. And uh, uh, plus his stories about uh, past history of wrestling, which he has a very, very fast knowledge of. Does he make offers? <laughs> offers around hot tubs. Offers around hot tubs, yes. <laughs> For those yeah. of you not in the know, allegedly this gentleman would give people work if they spent quality time with his wife in the hot tub. That was proven oh. to be false. That was proven to be false, although he did prove to be a swinger. That's fair. Um. <laughs> oh, <well. laughs> right. No, he's very controversial in some of the things he says about uh certain wrestlers who are, you know, popular in certain aspects. And he delivers a scathing review of AEW pretty much every week. Danny. Fit Doctor's Real Friends. Has yeah. to be. And Steve got me onto it and haven't stopped listening since. It, it genuinely got me through lockdown every single week listening to them. It is brilliant. And I just walk around singing the theme tune <laughs> all the time. <laughs> 
it's uh, it's catchy. But yeah, it's brilliant. And yep. I mean, I started by watching the episodes, and now you don't even need to because they hardly even talk about the episode because they're too busy talking about everything else. <laughs> yeah, it, it, honestly, yeah, it's very rare that they even talk about the episode they're on about. But it, it is yeah. brilliant, and it is a good laugh as well. Um, and you can tell they are genuinely good friends because they get pissed off at each other as well. It's uh, mm. <laughs> there's, there's no nicey, nicey about it. You know, they still will tell each other to shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, basically. Yeah. As yeah. good friends do. Ex- exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, no, it is. It That's the one thing that got me through lockdown, if anything, I think, having that to listen to as a little getaway. It's, yeah. Brilliant. I will I will give mine now and say yes, it is also fake doctors, real friends. Um Danny and Dell have summed it up. It is fantastic. If you are a big Scrubs fan and you're missing seeing JD and Turk, listen to this because it's JD and Turk. <laughs> <laughs> Zach Braff and Donald Faison, they are, you know, that's it. And there's so many things. <laughs> Another one. You just get yes. stuck in your head. <laughs> yeah. Another one. Um, what you trying to bad. get into? A <laughs> what you trying to do? <laughs> <laughs> Go and listen to it. It's well worth it. And uh, when Sarah, when Sarah Chalk is on as well, because she is Elliot. Completely, yeah, she is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I got to listen fantastic. to this. It sounds good. Well, if you, you like Scrubs, you, you it, it is great. If love you don't scrubs. like Scrubs, it's still great. Oh, it's fantastic. Love Scrubs um, so much. So, so good. Right. Amy, favourite um, podcast? BBC Radio 4's Late Night Women's Hour. Mm. Look at you bringing a bit of intellect into this. Why should we well, listen to it? Why should you listen to it? Well, I think men should listen to it as well as women because it is open and frank discussions about not just women's issues, but, uh, but issues that surround women as well that are affect women and that also affect men because of things like to- uh, toxic masculinity and the patriarchy. Um, it is just, but also it is just a frank and to the point discussion. There is no taboo shit. There is a little bit of, you know, it's, it's a late night one. So it's not, a, not twee like the older women's hour things have been. Um, it's it's uh, it's just this sort of nice, frank, to the point, basic uh, discussion, uh, just general discussion about normal things. And and Lauren Laverne's on it, and she's awesome. Mm, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I gotta agree with that one. Well, yeah, that's a lovely bit of highbrow. Mm. Now <laughs> I'm fully expecting Dan to bring us right down into the- <laughs> his face. Uh, is so, so- <laughs> Dan hasn't said that after what I've selected because <laughs> this okay. is this is really uneasy listening. Um, this is a documentary called Hunting Warhead. Um, basically, it's a program about some journalists in Norway that were doing a thing about revenge porn. They were trying to find out um, who was posting it. They fell into the dark web and came across the largest paedophilia ring that was hidden. And they managed to hack their way into it and catch the people behind it. This documentary not only follows the journalists, but the people that were running the ring and got arrested. It is not easy listening. 
It doesn't glorify anything. It doesn't over-describe anything. But it is one of the best podcasts I've ever listened to. Hunting Warhead. That is, sounds, yeah, sounds good. Deep. But yeah, it is very, very good. And at some point, I'm sure they will make a television series based around it. I've just realised something. I've, I, I, I've not been following the order that I, I set. <laughs> I, I didn't think so. I didn't yeah, I've, I, I've wrote numbers down mm-hmm. to follow, but then I've just read it in the order that it's on the page. Oh. So, so why do you re- rewrite it? Geek News has just popped up on my phone. Um, the novelist John Le Carre has just died. Oh, what was he? Tinker Taylor, wasn't he? Tinker he was Taylor. indeed. Yeah. Oh, very sad. 89. So, wow. you know. Had a good innings. Yeah. Right. So I'll just quickly jump us back into an order that we had. So, um, best Amazon Prime TV show. <laughs> I missed the TV show bit. Yeah, see that lovely uh, segue. <laughs> and I'll go with Danny. Jack, Jack Ryan. For me, brilliant. John Krasinski, CIA analysis. Notices uh, dodgy money transfers and uh, finds out about terrorists. And yeah, good. Jim from the office running around with guns and bombs. It's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do fancy watching that because I did like the um, <clears throat> the films, Harrison Ford, Jack Ryan films, Clear and Present Danger. <sighs> What's the other one? Patriot Games. But yeah, there's some Jack, yeah, Patriot Games. And there was a Ben Affleck one as well, which wasn't too good. But yeah, I, I fancy <laughs> watching that as well. Jack Ryan. He's really right. good. Dale? Community. Community. I love that show. Yeah, Donald Glover. One that I do have to watch. Yeah, honestly. It's on Amazon. Um, I thought it was on Netflix. Yeah. I think it's on both. Yeah, um, I was going to say, I yeah. watched it on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, it's such a funny show. Like, there's... Mm. I needed it at a time when, like, there was enough to, you know, run all the way through the year if I needed, needed to. Because mm. I've got a tendency to binge watch things. So watching Community, like, you can watch two episodes, say, a day. And then move on. But it's so funny, like, you know, it's an ensemble cast. Mm. Um, you've got Donald Glover in there, you've got I forgot what his name is, the old guy, um, Chevy Chase. Um, and I believe it's directed by the Russo I... brothers or produced by the Russo brothers. So um, there's a lady whose name I can't remember what her name is, but she's also in Endgame. Um she tries to catch out Captain Captain no, she tries to catch out um Tony Stark in the lift. Little black lady, but I can't think what her name is. But anyway, she's oh, also she in it. was, yeah. she was in, um, oh, she was in Luke Cage. Yeah, that's her. She so was. What's her name? That was her. Seriously. Yeah, she was. Yeah, because they were they were sort of saying that she was in both. But yeah, she was. Yeah, I can't mm. remember what her so name anyway, is in that uh, either. She, yes. Yeah. But, <laughs> I mean, I I think that basically what they did was that because that she she was linked to the Russo brothers, I think they kind of tried to put her into an end game as well. As mm. an Easter egg in, its, in herself, so yeah, no, I love that show, and they are all hilariously funny. Yes, also from the uh, creator of Rick and Morty, Dan mm. Harmon. Amy. So, not released this year, but I watched it this year. Binge watched it in lockdown, actually. 
The Fool with Gillian Anderson and um, <laughs> Hot Irish Guy. Hot Irish Guy. Hot Irish Guy. <laughs> You'll have to narrow it down. <laughs> narrow it down. Shit. Is he the one from name. Fifty Shades? Yeah, Mr. Fifty Shades. Just you know. And he was also the huntsman in Once Upon a Time. Oh yes, so was yeah, Jamie Dornan. That's um, it, Jamie. So yeah, Jamie Dornan and Gillian Anderson. Gillian Anderson was amazing in it. I really, really enjoyed it. I loved the slow burn of the episodes the fact that the three whole series literally only covers a matter of weeks a couple of months if mm. that um beautiful work the acting was incredible and dark so so dark it just got darker and i loved it and uh, jamie dornan as paul specter um was just fantastic just he, such an ass. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. It was absolutely fantastic. Loved it. Great ending. Um, oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm going to go for the winning one. I'm <laughs> going to go for the boys. Ooh. Yes, the boys. Awesome show. I'm oh, guessing. Shit. Hold on a minute. What? what? What was the one with Doctor Who and Martin Short? When did that come out? Oh, the Terry oh. Pratchett one. I didn't, yeah. I, I, Good Omens. That was... was Good Omens this year or was it Christmas? Yeah. Good Omens was last yeah. year. Good Omens was amazing. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, oh, bollocks. Um, it was all right. No, I'll stick with the boys. <laughs> the boys. The boys. The boys for Dan, Andrew. Finland Saga. It's an anime. And it's the first Amazon Prime anime. Finland Saga is a Viking uh, ace anime. Uh, about the guy who, the first guy who actually sailed to America oh. and set up Finland. And uh, the first series just actually details his life in England and his uh, during the uh, raids and so forth. Brilliant series, great animation, great action, just great everything. <laughs> And my one is also The Boys, which very, very good TV show based on <clears throat> the comic book series um, of the same name about people basically policing the superheroes. They've been naughty. The boys will come and sort them out. Hmm. And it's a very good ad- adaptation, to be fair. Um, doesn't follow the books too much. It does and it doesn't. Uh, yeah, very good. Was- I love that second season. It was so good. Mm. Halfway right. through, no spoilers. Yeah, I haven't watched the second season yet. <laughs> so good. So yeah, good. just... Yep. Right. Uh, I'll try and get back on track again. Right, so we will now move on to the best Game. animated TV show. Mm. And I will go with Duckman. I tried to actually stay away from anime for this answer because I was given anime for other answers. Uh, so I actually went with Transformers. Hmm. War for Cybertron. War for Cybertron series, yes. That was good. I very much enjoyed that as a Transformers fan. And yeah, it's just great, dark, darker ad- adaptation of it. It was quite good, I do, will admit. 
Uh, Danny. Well, I don't really have one <laughs> because due to Disney <laughs> Plus, fun. I've just been re-watching all the old things like Gargoyles. So it's, uh, yeah. So many great ones. If you want to put that down, then go for it because, Gargoyles, you know, there you go. Yeah. Gargoyles. <laughs> Love it. Brilliant. Brilliant. Right. Dell, what can I do for you, sir? What is, what's your choice? Well, since the arrival of Disney Plus, I did the sensible thing and started watching The Simpsons from the beginning. Oh. So, yeah. Yeah, I've been really enjoying that. Good shout. Amy. Uh, I'm going for DC's Harley Quinn. Ooh. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, that was yeah. Very- Cool. That was awesome. It's fun. I loved it. I loved the character coming from with regards to Poison Ivy, mm. and um, just uh, you know, just the strong, the strong character. Couldn't give a fuck about a lot of the things, and just yeah, the the general fun of it all. It was a really enjoyable program. Fucking hilarious in places. So what yeah, was it genuinely funny. Kaylee Cuckoo was a. Uh... Oh, she's got Kate brilliant for the voice. Brilliant. Yeah. She's yeah. spot on. Yeah. Uh, what did we watch it on? I can't. Prime, I think. Prime video. No, we watched it on Channel 4 on demand. Did we? Okay. It was on, yeah, I was going to say it was on, on, on 4. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. And he said it's Kaylee Cooper. Yeah. Yeah, Kaylee Cooper. Uh, Harley Quinn. Yeah. yeah, I could see that. I could totally see that. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to go for Kippo and the Kipo and the Age of Wonder Beasts. Um, which is an animation um, by DreamWorks and a wonderful South Korean studio, Mir, which is on Netflix. It's set in um, the future where there are mutants and humans live underground. It's got two seasons available now. The animation's beautiful. It's um, PG. It's very suitable for children, but just beautiful animation, story and music. Our youngest have, has watched it and she loved it. Look for that. Uh, mine is going to be not really a new one, but Norse Gargoyles or Simpsons. So it's allowed. <laughs> <laughs> and that is uh, Star Wars Rebels. Um, Ooh. I introduced my son to it this year and he is loving it. I mean, mm. we have Star Wars Fridays now, where it's Mandalorian followed by Rebels. Um, and soon it will also be Clone Wars as well, because he wants to watch all of that. But fantastic show. It is what got me back into Star Wars. After the prequel tr- trilogy sort of killed it for me, I watched Rebels and thought, yeah, Disney know what they're doing. And I was excited for the, the new trilogy. So, yeah, Star Wars Rebels. Right, next one. Best game. And I will go to Dell. See, I'm not a gamer. Um, okay. So, this, yeah, so this one was... <laughs> this was choose. <laughs> yeah, but no, it's okay, though. But I have got an opinion on it, though. Because on, I've, seen a lot of, I've seen a lot of people play um, Animal Crossing. And right. I thought, well, that's, that's a really nice way to set things up um, in terms of, like, the interactivity, being able to cross over into other people's worlds and stuff. Um... So I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, my vote's going to go with Animal Crossing. I, I applaud them for what they've done with that, and you know, giving people something to do while in such a very, very strange time. 
well, lockdown. Yeah, you can visit them virtually. Yeah. As a yes, as a dog or something, isn't it? I don't, I, I don't know. Something like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, Danny Graham. Well, I've played the Uncharted series. Uh, just finished the last one, Lost Legacy. Uh, so number four, A Thief's End. That's the best one, in my opinion. Brilliant, beautiful game. Uh, absolutely stunning game. Yeah, I will okay. say that is a good game, and my favourite bit is Crash Bandicoot. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that was it. Was confusing that yeah, playing a game on a game. Yeah, he starts gaming and it's Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, yeah which may it, and, and it's the hardest level of Crash Bandicoot as well. <laughs> it's not just easy; it is the hardest level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that man, Ghost of Tsushima. Really? Yeah, that's a fucking brilliant game. How yes. can you not like Ghost of Tsushima? You know, I you get to be I a do. Japanese samurai and you and an assassin at the same time. I agree. It is awesome. And yeah, it's my game of the year as well. It's beautiful. Just mm. just going around and going up to the top of a mountain and looking out and the, the leaves are falling and uh Cannot be. It's made me want to go Way out. The grass moves. Everything. The, the animation is so good. I want to have an oriental garden because it was that beautiful. I just, yeah, love it. Mm. Chickens would love that, mate. No, <laughs> I can't have that because I've got shitty chicken. Anyway, we <laughs> <laughs> have fresh eggs every day. I don't eat eggs. Fuck off. Right, Amy <laughs> Allen. <laughs> but he does eat chickens. You're yeah, I don't want to eat those. Dirty. <laughs> what I do, uh, the one thing I will say is they, they give me shit for my allotment, and that is it. Yay! Right. <laughs> Amy gives me shit for my allotment, but I have... <laughs> <laughs> right. She says, why are you doing it like that? <laughs> yeah, this is kind of shit. <laughs> What's your favourite game apart from shitting in a bag? Who, <laughs> <laughs> oh, me? Lightning. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, you're the only one giving shit for an allotment, apparently. <laughs> God, I don't so know. There's games I've that. played this year that I've really enjoyed that weren't released this year. and um, with it. Um... Oh god! I think the one <laughs> I think the one that's brought us uh, most joy as a family, as far as um, games go, was um, when we all played Pictionary Air. Oh yeah, it was really so awesome. much fun. So you got the Pictionary Air thing, and you have the app on your phone, and you connect it to your TV and everything like that, and then you have to draw in the air, and you see it appearing on the screen or on the television, and it's Pictionary in the air and um we all had a good old laugh because uh you know daniel just couldn't seem to cope with it and (laughs) no my brain did not accept that yeah he was not happy about the whole thing at all and all us kids just you know me me and the kids sorry all just played it together and uh, did really really well but daniel couldn't draw for shit so (laughs) it was fun that was a lot of fun not a have other talents daniel (laughs) 
Um, my game of the year is Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. Um, the re re-release is just fantastic. My muscle memory came straight back in that game. I was able to pull off the move straight away. The imagery is fantastic. Um, you can go back to it again and again and again. I've got the soundtrack regularly playing on my phone. It's a fantastic pair of games together. There we go. Very good. Undisputed what? winner goes to Shishima. Yes. Bless you. <laughs> <laughs> all right the next one best song and i'm going to go to our music man del right okay um given that i listened to a hell of a lot of music in a month that was quite a struggle but that said though i think that, um this one's highly deserved it's by a gentleman called young grano um it's called high symbol now, basically, um, if you look up Ewan, he's actually the, a bass player and he plays bass for Johnny Moore. But he's also got a group together just recently called Sea Fever, um, featuring um, different members of other bands and stuff. They are not a super group. I must stress this. They are not a super group. But basically, there's Stephen Morris of um, New Order on drums and you've got a couple of other guys. I can't remember the lineup, but there's five of them and they absolutely sound amazing. But... Yuan Grono's got um, an EP called, um, I can't remember what the EP's called, it's going to kill me when he finds out. But basically, look out for the song, Highest Symbol. Highest Symbol. Yeah. Yeah. I'll put it down as Highest Symbol, but Highest Symbol. We're going to listen to that. Right. Uh, Danny. I don't really listen to new music. 80s music is my sort of, sort of thing. Yay. Yeah. Um, yeah, Bowie a lot at the minute. Uh, I've been re-watching uh, Life on Mars and Ashes to Ashes. So, of course, Bowie's come back. Uh, so, yeah, we'll say, well, pick a Bowie song, really. <laughs> yeah. Any Bowie song. Any Bowie song, really, yeah. it's. Uh... Okay. I, following that, I would just say I like 80s music as well. But I have picked a, a song that's come out this year. And the kids just played it again and again and again. And it has got that 80s feel. That was last year, Dan. <laughs> it was uh, Blinding Lights by the weekend because it's got such an Good 80s tune. feel to it. And the kids are always on it with the old ticky tocks, whatever, you know, doing their dances and stuff and making me feel old with the ticky tocks. Um, so, yeah, Blinding Lights by the weekend. Uh, Man. Well, I'm just such a douchebag hipster that I literally only listen to Korean hip hop these days. <laughs> oh <my> God, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> oh no, I do love some Korean hip hop. Although the song I'm actually going to go for is uh, a song called Homaru, which is uh, for the animated uh, film of Demon Slayer Mugen Train by an artist called Lisa who does lots and lots of different tracks for loads of animes. She literally has concerts where she only does anime songs and she gets massive stadium sold-out crowds in Japan. So I'm going to go for her. Plus, she is the only... This is the only song by a female artist that has gone for more than two weeks 
at the top of the Japanese charts. I tell you what, right? So, I, I will say, knowing you from a young, young age, probably I've known you longer than all my friends. Teenage you would call you yourself, call you now, a bit of a knob. Really, really <laughs> I'm looking at your music <laughs> taste back then. You have grown, and I wouldn't call you a knob now, but you have so grown from just nothing but hip hop to Japanese. <laughs> Oh, yeah, okay. And particularly because the Korean hip hop sounds like the hip hop that I used to listen to, not the fucking crap that they release these days. Oh, no. <laughs> these days, oh man, Amy. Um, I'm going to go with the same song that you picked, Steve. Mostly because it's like one of the few that I actually know was definitely released in 2020. Um, (laughs) And it's been sort of like jammed in my ears endlessly, courtesy of said TikTok. Yeah, yeah, go for that one. That one will do. Yep. Well, we might have an undisputed here unless Dan picks (laughs) some Japanese song or highest symbol or any Bowie song ever. So, Dan. Tempted as I am to pick any Bowie song ever. <laughs> um, I, it, it's a toss-up for me. There's this amazing song on um, Apple Music, um, and it's called Summer Wedding Song. Um, it's <laughs> by um, a guy called Del. Yeah, I've yeah. single that he released this year, and <laughs> it's really bloody good. But oh, singers, <laughs> singers, we're not meant to be plugging our own stuff here. Uh, oh, oh, I love I'm you guys. Thank go. you. <laughs> oh God, I'm going to sound awful. I'm going for Public Enemy. Um, Public Enemy released their new album. What you're going to do when the grid goes down? And part of that is a new 2020 remix of Fight the Power. And it's really good and really apt for the current climate. And I highly recommend everybody to listen to it. It's a great I'm I'm not accepting your public enemy, Fight the Power. I'm going to accept your first one because it's not self-promotion because Dale didn't promote it. You did. So (laughs) happy days. Yep. Go with that. Thank you, guys. Thank you. You honour me. You honour me. <laughs> you honour us with our theme tune, so it's all good. Um, that's all right. Okay, oh, so <laughs> oh my god, I've I I'm just not following my order at all. I'm getting so confused. It's late. That's not late, but right. Back to the animated stuff. Best animated film, which should have followed best animated show, but I'm a twat. He can't follow his own notes. <laughs> right. So, um, I couldn't find any that I've seen this year. Um, I was thinking, oh, Into the Spider-Verse, but that was 2018. So, for me, I drew a blank on this, I'm afraid. So, it's up to you guys to, to choose some winners. Um, I will go to Andy first, because he usually has 
Oh, yeah. uh, my yeah. Hero Academia's second film, Heroes Rising, uh, which came out in February this year, and I actually went to the cinema to see it. <laughs> it's like the first time I've been to the cinema in like five years. So, and you're one of the few really people that went this really year. Good film, uh, <clears throat> stage, if you, you're in superheroes or anyone, it's the perfect crossover anime, is My Hero Academia, because it is all about heroes. And superheroes, superpower people. Danny like Graham, X-Men do you? Meets... Oh, sorry, I was going to say it's like <laughs> X Men meets Harry Potter. <laughs> X Men Harry Potter. Fair enough. <laughs> Danny Graham, mm. what's yours? Well, I had to think for quite a while because I didn't think I'd seen yeah. any. However, I got one, and it, um, it was the good one. To be fair, onward. The Disney I'm yet film. I to see that. But yeah, want, yeah, really good. Yeah, and it, it has the tear moment as well. So yeah, it's uh, the tearing up moment. It very good film. So That's only seen one, but it's worth the one. <laughs> I'll have to watch that. <laughs> Dell, right? I'm going to be controversial because I had to buy it on iTunes because I'd completely forgot how good it was. It's quite old school, but I want to go with the original Transformers, the movie. Oh. <laughs> now, that had a proper tearing moment in it. That had a proper tearing moment in it. Optimus Prime, man. Oh. <laughs> no. Yep. Spoilers. If you've not seen that from the 80s, <laughs> fuck off. It, honestly, it, seriously, like every every decade, every generation has a teary moment film that gets them. We have The Lion King, we have Toy Story, Bambi, but for for those of us that are eighties kids, it's got to be Transformers the movie. When Optimus Prime, you know, <laughs> it still got oh, me. It really still got no, me. No, yeah. Those bastards at Hasbro made all us cry as children just so they can sell some new fucking toys. Yeah. What? <laughs> you learn that. Arseholes. Really? Oh, yeah. Hot rod. I bet you did, Dan. But enough of that. We're talking about films. <laughs> Hot Rod. Rodimus Prime. <laughs> right. Yeah. Dan, what's yours? I'm going to cheat-ish. It was released in the cinemas this year in 4K. Akira. Akira, yeah. Akira, great, great, great anime film. Great, great, great film, full stop. Yeah, true. Akira. Oh, it was either that or Spongebob. <laughs> 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 they were just on two completely different levels. Amy, <laughs> what can we take from your recommendations this year for animated film? Uh, animated film, the new Adams Family oh. animated film. Which was just absolutely fantastic and hilarious. And um, mother, I found this. Oh, there's normally a psychotic clown attached to it. And the kid was holding a red balloon. Um, so uh, yes, very very good. Lots of fun. A bit odd, but um, thoroughly enjoyable. Kids loved it. All right, Duck Man. The next one is mainly for you. Best um, anime. I'm going to go because it was a one-off uh, series this year, so there's no follow-up series or anything like that, so it's just a one-off 13-episode 
uh, is Kakushi Goto. I mentioned it last year as my top recommendation. I looked through all of my notes, and it is the highest rated show I gave it out of all of my reviews. And it's just such a beautiful, heartwarming anime. It's just brilliant. Good. Dan, do you have one? Anime series? Mm. Or any anime series or film. You could say Akira again. Uh, you could I say Cabanare. I could say Akira again. I could say Cabanare. Um, I could say many things. <laughs> I will say, come back to me. <laughs> okay, Amy, are you prepared like Dan, or do you not watch anime? I don't watch anime, but I have seen enough kind of in the background that the kids love. Um... But I don't think I can honestly give an opinion of what's the best thing at all. Um, it's just not. What's your kid watching at the moment? Uh, Christopher. What's one Christopher's been watching and has been watching? Uh, eyeballs on fingers. Parasite, the Maxim. Yeah, Parasite. Mm. Brilliant yeah, alien. Christmas, <laughs> Do you know what? Right, fair play. Your knowledge is fucking good. Someone says, eyeballs and fingers. Oh, that's that film there. <laughs> he did that, to be fair, as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that gave it away. And those for you listening. Yeah, One, One Punch, Punch Man. Man. Brilliant satirical yeah, series. Uh, Parasite, great uh, series. And Alien, Parasites, which came down and meteorized. They start taking over the human race. They have to take over the head. Unfortunately, this one parasite took over the arm, not the head. And therefore... Is only able to control the arm, and then he kills all the other aliens. Is he a bit of a? <laughs> he is a bit of. He is definitely one of those. Uh, one Punch Man is a satirical take on superheroes. Uh, it's ridiculously funny. Yeah. I Angry do like the look of that. He does love it, Dan. I am going to go with Food Wars. Ooh. Food Wars for Dan. Shukugeki no Suma. Yeah, Food Wars. <laughs> food Wars. Um, it's yep. set in... Um, God's sake. It's good. No, uh, butchering languages. This is just... <laughs> Darling, I can't speak English. <laughs> uh, well... Better than the Northerners, anyway. <laughs> Not an actual Northerner. <laughs> oh, you were last last week, wasn't it? Week before? <laughs> yeah, not an actual yeah, Northerner. Switches, yeah. Yeah. You can't just pick and choose. <laughs> it, you can when you come from the South to the North. You get to choose which one you want. <laughs> you ain't no Northerner. You've done it now. <laughs> you, you ain't no Southerner anymore, either. You're no, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can fuck off to Birmingham now. <laughs> you can go to Birmingham and be one of them. <laughs> Never has there no. been a more. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Danny Graham, what is your anime, if you have one? Well, not a big anime fan, but trying. And the one thing I have seen is Full Metal Alchemist. And I do like it. Um, yeah. Series, so, uh, yeah. Um, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood was mm. better than 
Full Metal Alchemist. Because <laughs> I, I, it, it, it's strange because it's the same but different. Yeah, I was going to say, because, yeah, I, I love both versions of it. Brotherhood is probably the better version, but I do love both versions. And uh, the characters are just really, really great characters. The story is epic, long, twists and turns. It's a great series and considered one yeah. of the best series. Dale, are you an anime fan? Do you have a favourite one? I'm probably going to get killed for this, but I've never watched anime. Wow. Did you watch Pokemon? No, I never did. Oh. Didn't but... you choose the original Transformers earlier? Was that was that anime, though? Technically, it's an anime. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. In that case, because I've still got the original Generation 1 DVDs of Transformers. So if yeah. that counts as anime, yeah, yeah. I have. Yep. It's about the season uh, three and four of the it continues on in Japan where they stopped in America yeah. and so forth. There are a few more series that actually continued in Japan, starting with the Headmasters and then I can't mm. remember the other series, but great series. Great. In that case, um, I want to go with old school Transformers then. <laughs> I didn't realize I thought it was just a, I thought it was actually just standard uh, animation. Even, but, yeah. Did you watch like Voltron back in the eighties? No. Oh, actually, is that um? Oh, what was that called? Anime as well. Um, Although in Japan it's called Go Line Robot. Yeah, no, I oh, love their names, don't they? <laughs> That's so Go catchy. Yeah, Voltron. Uh, I remember because I remember that on BBC One. But yeah, uh, I do remember that. Yeah. Battle of the Planets. Battle of the Planets. That's the one. Yeah. That's, an, that's another anime as well. <laughs> I, I did not. I didn't realize a lot of the stuff that I watched in the eighties where it's an anime till. Till Jason and World Warriors. Yeah. Jason and World Warriors was amazing. Mm. That was a great oh, show. Come on, Ulysses. I've got that on DVD as well. I've got that on DVD. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen that in forever. Wow. I'm going to go with what my son's been watching and I've actually seen quite a bit with him is Naruto I quite enjoyed it to be fair I thought it was going to be a load of shite a bit like Dragon Ball Z but no it was uh, it was enjoyable <laughs> what I've seen of it is it's, it's good it, I actually kind of want to watch it all as well mm. but I just need to find time to watch 672,000 episodes <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's, that's the only thing they, they, you know yeah, I, I just never got into season. Naruto I never did. I just. I it's it it's worth it. I reckon you'd like. I want to try Shippuden because there's Naruto and Naruto Shippuden. Naruto came first, Shippuden came later. Naruto yeah. is kind of what I watched and I thought it sucked. I do want to watch Shippuden because apparently that's where it starts getting good. Cool. Right. <laughs> now we're going to go highbrow. Best book. Razzle doesn't count, Dan. Back you go. <laughs> Razzle hasn't been released for the last eight years. Allegedly. Let's do me first because I'm going to keep it lowbrow because I don't read books. So I'm just going to pick no. the Demon Slayer manga. <laughs> Demon Slayer Grace. How would you series. be able to buy a copy of the Demon Slayer manga? What's that? Where would you be able to buy a copy of the Demon Slayer manga? 
we don't have any in stock, so I'm not going to mention oh, it. For fuck's sake, I'm trying. Sold out. <laughs> Sold out. Right, okay. ridiculous. Why don't you pick you, one you've got? You get Demon Slayer in, it sells out. It's sold uh, 10 times more than any other uh, manga in Japan this year, so. There we go. Uh, Dan, what have you got, my friend? I have got the Dresden Files, um, and I am going to have Peace Talks and Battlegrounds. Hmm. I have waited. Two... Oh. Should have been one book. Should have been one book. Four right. bloody years for a Dresden <laughs> Files book. And then two come along at the same time. Dresden <laughs> um, Falls is a series about a wizard in modern day Chicago. Um, it's very funny. It's very, very good. Um, this is books 16 and 17. Um, and I highly recommend them. The audio books are voiced by James Masters um, cool. and are also well worth listening. Oh. Amy well, So highbrow for about five seconds I'm going to go for Amazing Disgrace A book about shame by Grace Campbell So it's What? <laughs> it's giggling at me <laughs> So this book Don't is book about... shame Dan so yeah it's a book about shame and it's talking about lots of personal stuff that we all go through as we're growing up and um sort of really intimate stuff and it's really 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 funny and gloriously frank and it talks about things like you know the first first experiences of sex with somebody else and stuff like that and um it's um written by somebody who has uh in her own words so she's grown up in a world of privilege and politics she's um Alice, uh, uh, oh fuck, Mr. Campbell's daughter, Alistair Campbell's, Alistair Alistair Campbell. Campbell's daughter, who I got to meet recently, which is very cool. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just funny and frank and to the point and blunt, and I just love it. And it's just it howled laughing, <laughs> howled out laughing in the first few pages. Um, so it's it's good stuff. Danny. Well, I was always going to bring F1 up at some point, so I will. <laughs> um, um, Nicky Lauder to Helen Back, an autobiography slash biography, because uh, it's his autobiography and then taken over, written by somebody else about what he did after that biography, um, autobiography. Uh, so it includes his, um, his crash in 1976 at the Nürburgring, uh, where he nearly enough burnt alive. Um, if you know anything about Nicky Lauda, um, that crash was terrible. And um, mm. if you've seen, if you've seen so, um, pictures after, uh, yeah, yeah, it is um, in uh, what's the film? Rush. Yes, uh, with, um... Rush is a film about him and um, James Hunt, uh, which was the um, rivalry at the time. Uh, yeah, but he was back in that car um, about forty-six days after that, and uh, in Monza, he had no eyelids. And in fact, when he put the, obviously they have the cover for the face, that literally stuck to his face. Um, but he got back in that car 
climbed back on the horse and went back out. But actually, it, it's an interesting read because when he remembers nothing about the crash or remembered nothing about the crash at all, not a single bit. And then he was in on holiday with his, his girlfriend at the time and the smoked something. And then um, he went mad. And then that's when he relived the crash. Um, and he oh. thought he was burning alive. It's, uh, yeah. But it's all in his words. Uh, but an incredible man. Um, he died um, a couple of years ago now, uh, but left a massive legacy in F1. And uh, if you're an F1 fan, you'll know Nicky Lauder is, and it's well worth a read. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Dell? <clears throat> right. So I. As you're all aware, I'm a massive Star Wars fan. So what I did was I actually went back and read the Expanded Universe series. And there's um, a set of books called the Race Squadron books. And I really, really enjoyed that. They're basically like um, a group of X-Wing pilots that were like the, the outcasts. Nobody else wanted them. But Wedge Anthony's, the head of Rogue Squadron, brought them all together to be um, like the underdogs, basically, that come out. But the thing is that because that they, they do a lot of undercover stuff, like, you know, going uh, behind enemy lines and stuff, nobody actually knows their real story. So, um, you know, it's kind of developed from that. And it's it, it's a four-book series. They link it to Han Solo as well. And you get guest appearances from Luke Skywalker and stuff like that. But it's such a great series. It's definitely something I might pick up, because I've started picking up... Um some of the Legends books now, so I've just got uh, mm. Air of the Empire it's over there. But that's yes. a great series to start, yeah. But that's not my pick for the book of the year. My book of this year is La Belle Sauvage. And that is a continuation, although it's it's a continuation trilogy, kind of, for his Dark Materials. But it is a prequel. The first book is a prequel. And it's if you know anything about his dark materials with uh, Lyra Bellacroix, um, they made a film of the books originally, and it was shit called The Golden Compass. Don't bother with that. Read the book, which is called his The Northern Lights. Um, but then they've started to do a new TV series, which is on BBC One and HBO, and it's called His Dark Materials, and that's very good. And I'll talk about that again in a little while. But yeah, The Belle Sauvage by Philip Pullman. Check that out. It's very good, especially if you the like beautiful sausage. <laughs> no, not sausage. <laughs> the beautiful savage. And oh. that joke's made it. That joke is also made in the book. Someone changed it, painted the name to sausage. It's about a boat, right? Um, so that's that one. Right, the next one is has to be from this year, and that's the best new series. And uh, I am going to go first, and I'm going to say Mandalorian. Uh, us in the UK, it was new in 2020, even though in America it came out in 2019, but we didn't get Disney Plus until March. So, Mandalorian. Um, we'll go for Dell. Hands down, definitely, I cannot even fault it. Mandalorian. Honestly, they 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 blessed us with, by giving us two series this year. So you know, I I am so happy about that, and I can't wait to see where they go with it now. Mandalorian, Avengers, and maybe Sudan in space. 
stop it. Danny? <laughs> um, Ratched, the Netflix series. Um, Sarah Paulson, yeah, brilliant series, brilliant. Um, yeah, well, but it, uh, yeah, it, it was good, very good. Enjoyed that, and it's about the only new thing I've seen. <laughs> I do want to watch that because, um, my dad's favorite film was One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, and he always went on about it. And I finally got around to watching it when I was a bit older and fully appreciated it, and it is such a good film. So I wouldn't mind seeing what that bitch was like. Yeah, I, think, <laughs> I, I do need to watch that, actually. I know it's based on that, but yeah, I haven't watched that yet. So You've not watched that? Well, mm. that's fantastic film. There's, yeah. a, there's a wild Gemma. Yeah, she's clearing up. Yeah, well past her bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Amy. Uh, staged with David Tennant and Michael Sheen. New, oh, the... brand new this year, done during lockdown. Absolutely hilarious. Um, I didn't realise this was a series. It is, yeah. Ah, it... I've seen a few clips, but yeah. No, it's an actual series of episodes. It's not a film. Right. It's... No, I thought I thought it was just like them two pissing about during lockdown. I didn't realise no, it was a TV yeah, show. I proper yeah, I, proper I, I series. It, but I thought it was just them messing around and having a couple of conversations. Didn't realise. No, it, yeah. it was a proper proper series. I a bit about the you know I drew a pineapple. Show me your pineapple. I was like, you did yeah. do that this morning. <laughs> you did yours. <laughs> My pineapple shit. So yeah. <laughs> so and it's like that. that back and forth all the time. Um, they are absolutely amazing. There's a few cameos from some big stars as well um but it runs across two seasons and it's so 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 funny and it's so good you should watch it absolutely yeah, should watch it that. i think we binged it in one evening didn't we and just we did it's fantastic it's brilliant and it nearly won it for me mm. but what did dan spitting image oh Ooh. <laughs> uh i am a uh, I am a politician. I'm a local councillor. I like politics. I follow politics and spitting image. There's been a lot of negativity about this new series compared to the originals. Um, yeah. <laughs> ah, damn, it's been good. Some of the stuff has been so near the knuckle. Um, but the old series, that they, they took the Mickey out of the cabinet so well. Um, this new series... Um, Pretty Patel is hysterical. She's like a blood-sucking dominatrix. It's hilarious. Um, Matt Hancock is hysterical. <laughs> um, and it, it's just, it's very, very funny. I did see one, one episode and um, Donald Trump's arsehole tweeted <laughs> a lot. Was, uh, uh, yeah. He prolapses his own arsehole to send a tweet. Yes, which wouldn't surprise me if that was true. That's mad. <laughs> and she in because it was only came out like three days ago on Netflix. I've been looking forward to this for quite some time though, and I've only seen one episode so far, and it's already uh, is Alice in Borderland. Uh, Alice in Borderland. Yeah, it is literally uh, about a ser- uh, about a gamer and his couple of friends who find themselves trapped in a parallel Tokyo where they are forced to compete in death games. 
you know, nice light-hearted stuff. Yes. Uh, obviously, we've only really got to the point where they get taken into a different parallel universe, and it's just so far, so it's all been great. Uh, don't watch the dub because it's damn awful. What's the subtitles? So, so that's that one. So the next one is best returning series, and this could be uh, across all media. So if it's a game series that's returning this year, it has to have been out this year. So, yeah, game, movie, TV, comic, book, whatever. As long as it came back this year. I went with and Big Mouth. I, huh? Big oh, Mouth. Okay. Uh, I'm jumping in there and just going. There he is, mouth. impatient as ever, and he's gone with Big Mouth. Okay, do you want to explain why? Because <laughs> it's fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> We've mentioned it over. It, it, it's been mentioned in so many different categories that I thought I had to mention it in this category as well. Okay. Uh, let's go with Dell. Oh, <laughs> right. I was just looking it up because it was on Apple TV Plus. Um, and I can't seem to find the name of the show, but basically, um, Ghostwriter, that's what it's called. It's kind of, you mean you're not going yeah. for season two of Mandalorian? No, because I think Mandalorian's <laughs> got way too many votes, but, you know, Mandalorian's <laughs> going to come out on top anyway, so... Um, yeah. <laughs> um, the thing about Ghostwriter, it's kind of like um, a scaled-back version of Stranger Things. Basically, it's all about these kids that go into... Um, Basically, uh, one of them, his his grandmother dies, and what happens is that he moves to a new part of New York, and they've got like this um, bookshop, and um, they have to figure out him and his friends figure out have to figure out why these characters out of these books have come alive, and then put them back into the books and stuff like that. So they've done things like Alice in Wonderland. Um, there was a cowboy one as well. There were so many different ones. It was so well done. Um, it was part of the Apple TV. Apple TV, basically, when they first launched it in 2019, they went around the world and went around um, Hollywood to find some of the best of the best um, to create these shows and that. I mean, even, like, there's a show called Ted Lasso, which is a football show um, that was created by Bill Lawrence. Bill Lawrence. Five, six, yeah. seven, eight. Five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> Um, but basically, you know, this is one of, for me, this is one of the standout shows out of that whole bunch that he actually did. So, yeah, that's that one. Sounds like it's worth a watch. Quite a good it definitely is, that. yeah. Dan. Dresden Files, the return of Harry Dresden in the books. I have been waiting so damn long, like I said. I was over the moon, so I'm going for Dresden Files. Amy, uh, I'll just go for Big Mouth coming up back this year. It's funny. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so it, it is so good and wrong on so many. That Frank <laughs> bit about um, uh, when Jesse has that massive period, and it's just yeah. you know, it, mm. it happens. It's horrible. Yeah. It's normal, and you're not dying. You know, I'd love to know stuff like that when I was a teenager. I never thought I'd see a, a vagina jet skiing on a big red wave. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. 
Yeah. You, you uh, obviously weren't doing the things that I was doing when I was a teenager. <laughs> I want to shit myself what, like, myself a vagina like that. Throwing up on head Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Danny. Um, Afterlife, the Ricky Gervais series. Oh, season, still not seen it. Uh, series two of it. It's brilliant. It has... It, it's... It, it, it's like Scrubs in the way of one minute you're crying and the next you're laughing within yep. seconds. It, it twists it within a click of the fingers and it is, it's beautifully written. And it, 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 yeah, it, it's brilliant. Absolutely. And I, I, I was buzzing for the second season. I, re, I really couldn't wait for it because the first one was brilliant. I'd say it's probably his best work. Definitely. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. yeah 100%. Can, I, can, I be, can I be really controversial? I can't stand him, but let's move on. <laughs> I hate him. <laughs> See, yeah, but, strong. But, but, yeah, he's an actor. He's acting. A, that's the thing. I, I'm not keen on him, but uh, yeah, but it's it's different because he's an he's acting in it. It's. Uh, I think he's brilliant. Yeah. I don't. Care. I I don't like The Office. I hate The Office. I thought that's my yeah. Boot. I couldn't stand it. American ones good, but yeah. <laughs> Extras was okay. Derek, fantastic, and Afterlife is fantastic. But yeah, I like Ricky Gervais. I think he's funny. See, the thing with can hit and miss well. with Ricky Gervais. He sometimes he's funny, sometimes he's just not. Yeah, well, the thing with Afterlife is it takes. He's not the overly confident person he actually uh, is. The yeah, completely different. Himself. Yeah, he's really yeah. full of himself, and that's the problem with him. That's why people don't really like him. He's he's yeah. has opinions, and he goes. This is yours as well, and if it isn't, you're a dickhead. <laughs> and uh, it, yeah. in this, he couldn't be more opposite. It's uh, it's literally he's lost his wife, he's suicidal, and just doesn't mm. care. And it, it, it takes all that away. Yeah, it's and it goes to some dark places. Yeah, it, yeah. So it goes to yeah. some real happy places as well. And I completely agree with the fish finger meltdown. You should not have to pay for that. (laughs) (laughs) My my pick is his Dark Materials. Um, I mentioned the book earlier, the follow-up book, but this is the the second series. It's on BBC One at the moment, so you can catch it all on the iPlayer. And it finishes next week. And it's so, so good. It really is. And I do like the way that BBC are putting it on just before Christmas because I don't know. It's kind of like going against religion in some ways. So I don't think they've picked the right time to put it in at Christmas time. But such a good show with demons and that's your your soul is projected outside your body as a animal, and they're called the demons and until a certain age, they can change shape and they can be all different animals. Um, so that's one part. That's one universe you start in. Then there's our universe and other universes, and you can chop and change between universes. And uh, there's a lot to explain. I'm not doing it any justice. Go and watch it. It's fantastic. Sounds interesting. It is very, very, very good. And last but not least, we have the category of outstanding achievement in geekiness Uh, anyone we feel has brought a lot to their fandom 
um, this year. Um, my pick would be John Favreau. Um, guess what? Mandalorian. <laughs> Not just the Mandalorian. <laughs> oh. There was a meme that went out, you know, saying that this man has single-handedly got the entire Star Wars universe on his shoulders. But not only that, his film, Iron Man, if he didn't do Iron Man, he made Iron Man what it is with his, you know, his skills behind the lens. And if that film had failed, we wouldn't have had 17, is it 17 films, 18 films, however many it is, mm. of the Marvel Universe. And it all started with him. He could have cocked it right up and we wouldn't have seen one of the, the best cinematic stories ever. Um, and I will say that because mm. it is, you know. Um, and not only that, he's got the one of the best Christmas films ever in Elf, which is fantastic. You know, mm. Uh, mm. the man has done a lot. And Lion King, Lion King, Jungle Book, mm. the better mm. ones out of the live action Disney films. The man deserves acknowledgement. And he was also in Friends as Monica's boyfriend who wanted to be an MMA fighter. Like yeah, yeah that was funny. <laughs> yeah. That was funny. But, yeah. <laughs> I doff my cap, John Favreau, for his outstanding achievement in geekiness. So, who would like to go next? I'd let you choose. Dan. I would like to second John Favreau. Um, he is also the star of my favourite film, and it was a pet project of his, which is Chef. Um, and he has taken that on to Netflix and this year released the Chef Show Season 2, where he goes around with his chef mentor and visits loads of places and learns how to cook, prepare and eat lovely food. So on top of all the amazing work he's done with Disney and everything else, he's kept the things that he loves as well. So basically, it just seems like the ultimate guy you want to go down the pub with. Yeah, Definitely. I will pick Danny next. Um, I've gone for Taiki Waititi. Waititi. I was yeah. so glad you tried to say his name because I... Uh, yeah. I wouldn't care I YouTube this before I came on just to see I could say his name. But you couldn't laugh. <laughs> you couldn't laugh. And two hours later, I can't remember. <laughs> but yeah. That man's a genius. He's he's brilliant. He he really is as an as an actor. I mean, what we do in the shadows is brilliant. The uh, the the movie, and then obviously there's the series, which is um, Jermaine Clement uh, does the directing now. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, he, he the man is brilliant, and it can be included in this year because at the start of this year in lockdown in April, he did a um, he played Thor Ragnarok. And did a did a talk through of the film on Instagram Live, oh, and, and that was just how you'd expect him to be. <laughs> he is weird I, and brilliant. Can I just say he also directed an episode of The Mandalorian. He was also in The Mandalorian as well. So <laughs> just to link it with The Mandalorian. <laughs> I don't watch Star Trek, so I wouldn't know. Oh, <laughs> oh. oh. wow, Danny. You ain't coming on again, and you're fucking Wars, one. Star Wars. I do watch Star Trek. No, Star Wars is the one I don't watch. Yeah. All right. All right. 
It's a good thing I like you, Danny. <laughs> I'm now going to bounce it back over to the Allens and ask Amy what hers is. Well, hers. probably I was really quite torn um, between John Favreau and Simon Pegg. But I think it's going to have to be John Favreau for everything given, including the aspects of the chef film, which is one of my favourite, favourite films, was this amazing soundtrack. Um, you should watch it. It's really, really good if you haven't already seen it. But yes, John Farrow's um, uh, gift to the world that is what we have been enjoying in the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe and everything else that's come with it. Is, I'm going to have to uh, third John Favreau. Uh, Dell. It's probably not going to surprise you, but it's going to be John Favreau. Um, <laughs> the reason why, is because, yeah, for so many different reasons. I mean, like, well, him and Dave Filoni actually, like, Dave because, Filoni, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, Donald Faison put it best when he said that George Lucas gave Dave Filoni the keys to the Ferrari. <laughs> so you know, like in that sense, like. Those two have basically saved. I wouldn't say they've saved Star Wars, but I'd say that they've managed to bring it out of a mire because fans were hating on it hard after um, the trilogy, the sequel trilogy came out. But then Dave Filoni and um, John Favreau basically said, "Right, okay, we know what the fans love. We've seen what the, what's been said. Let's approach it like fans and take it to another level." And then we got given Mandalorian. So for me, um, John Favreau. Definitely gets the vote, and I salute him. Oh. I was going to say Disney, me. so we'll just go with John oh, yeah. Favreau. He <laughs> 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 I mean, might as well be, because I just went with Disney for everything they've done for Marvel and for Star Wars, so yeah, might as well yeah. just link that back down to John Favreau, really. <laughs> yeah, John Favreau oh, is this year's King of the Geeks, I think. King of the Geeks is John Favreau, and ultimate winners are Mandalorian and Big Mouth. Yes, they got mentioned quite a bit as well. Uh, I don't think we've got time to go for everybody to try and plug their stuff, so please tag yourselves when we do post this. Tag any of your books, any of your uh, pages, or anything well, else that you would like to tag. In fact, actually, because it's just, if we just give Danny and Dell, um, we'll skip our ones. So Danny, yeah. uh, so Danny. what are your plugs? <clears throat> All right, well, um, as I mentioned, F1, that's the love. So um, on Facebook, everything F1, all one word. Um, yeah, we're over there. We're starting a podcast. We do a vodcast on Wednesdays, um, and we're going to start getting a podcast out as well. Uh, if you're interested in F1, you need to be on our page because breaking news, memes, everything, got it covered. There you go. I don't even like it, and I'm already over there. So. <laughs> even if you don't like it, give us a like. <laughs> oh, that's a long way. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I'm uh, at Pla- oh, yeah. I'm at Platinum Mind, um, both on Instagram and on Twitter. If you ever want to, if I put together playlists of artists that I've loved listening to in the past, and also currently listening to as well. Um, they go out pretty much every couple of days. So come and check me out. Give me a follow. Say hello. Super. Well, guys, 
that has been the Big Fat Geek Week, and that has been the Big Fat Geek Awards. Is there anything left to say? Merry Christmas, because next week's this a Christmas is the way. special. Merry <laughs> Christmas. This is the way. <laughs> this is the way. <laughs> we do. We wish you all a good night and a Merry Christmas, and we hope and- to see you back with us next year. Or next week. Live long and prosper. Yep. Yeah.